Peter. And this is NJ. And this is Two Kims, One, one pod. pod. The only podcast in the world that we host. All right, Unji. We had a real technical difficulty start <laughs> to this day. There's so many things working against us. I think the tech gods are <laughs> mad at us today. Things are the settings have been changed. Someone's coming in. The Wi-Fi's fucked up. So we're gonna try to get through this episode. Uh, but uh, you know what? I'm feeling great because I haven't. Um, I you know obviously we haven't caught up in a week, and I have a lot to talk about this week because I did a lot of shows, and I want to talk okay. to you about it. And um, this week I don't have as much booked and i'm already feeling like sour and like down about it so um let's get into it but before that yeah it's time to get into some highlights and lowlights of our weeks in a very special segment called rock hard tops and soft flaccid bottoms all right um you know i'm gonna start with my bottom this week um okay Gaping I'm bottom. Not, I'm not gonna name my gaping bottom this week. I'm yeah. not gonna name names, but a you know it's writer strike right now. Writer actor strike in L.A. everywhere actually, but um, especially in L.A., a lot of us are kind of like running around feeling a little uh, fucked up about this and uh, like a chicken without its head and really no sense of ending. There's not talks have broken down, so I think a lot of us are starting to like really panic and go out to like have lunches with each other and like you know that kind of like doing the um the hollywood kind of like glad handing handshakes socializing type of thing right so that's been okay hap- that's starting up I-, I guess a lot of people have been doing it but i'm starting it up anyway all that to say i was asked to lunch by a writer okay meaning i was invited to lunch Okay, so I was like, okay, great. So we get to lunch and we're standing and ordering. So, mm-hmm. and then I order and then they end up ordering on my order. And yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, I guess oh. they're paying for it then, right? Because like I'm going, yeah. I'm going, oh, I'll have a burger and they go, and I'll have this and this and this, meaning like, if I order and then you ordered right behind me on the same mm-hmm. ticket, I'm assuming you're going, I'll pay because you're ordering on my ticket. Right. Right. And so, you've been asked to and the, I got Im- the lunch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You Im- Okay. So you invite me to lunch and then you order uh-huh. on my ticket. Right. And then yes. after they order, we stand there like this and I'm like, um, and then she's like, uh, and I go, and I get like panicky. So I go, okay, here. And then I pay for the whole meal. Wait, and then at no point, at no point do they interject to be offer. like, oh no, I've got this or I'll, or Venmo. No, I, I, to their credit, they were like, at the end, they were like, oh, um, we can split it. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll get it. You get the next one. And I was just like, what's going on here? Like at and, the end and, and, and it's put that way. Yeah. So I, it was like, I, I don't, why did you order on my ticket? Why didn't you just let me cash out? And then you buy your own lunch and listen, it'd be different if like I was an executive producer and this person was a staff writer and like, sure. they're like, 
oh, you're a sambe, you're above me, you have you make way more money than me. Yes. I'll or of course you're buying, but I'm a staff. Of writer. course. You know, so like I have no status yeah. and no money. So like for you to order on my ticket and not offer to pay, that's it's almost like making me like have to go, oh, they got it. I'll, yeah. t- I'll get it because like I'm older. I don't know. And it felt so awkward. And then they were like, okay, um, should I Venmo you? And I'm like, why is that a question? Why don't you just go, oh, I'll Venmo you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, Wait, I, has this person never been outside? Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we don't like, I mean, this is like such psychotic behavior. This is crazy behavior. Levels. Yes. Yes. I, uh, to their credit, it, they just had casual. surgery. They just had um, major surgery. On their brain? <laughs> but, I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what I, is this I, excuse? I, <laughs> like, what is somebody talking about? I'm thinking they had major surgery, so maybe, like, I should feel bad and I didn't send flowers. Whatever. It was How just like totally was surgery? Like they were How out major for was surgery? Like, like open the whole thing, cadaver up. And um, oh, guts, it was were like st- guts were out. Like st- stomachs were stapled and like whatever. Okay. Not aesthetic, like so internal gu- injury. Yeah. Yeah. Guts are out. Guts okay. were spilling. Okay. Yeah. Organs are on the table. Okay. It takes a long okay. time. So in and um, on top of that, like I didn't send any flowers or like do anything so like maybe i was thinking like oh i i owe them i owe them this meal is that the nature of the relationship there is no there's no nature of the relationship it's just like we're friendly we're friends but like yeah i I didn't even know they went through surgery until that lunch you know what i mean so like i don't know it was just like one of those moments where i was like this is fucked up like I'm struggling. I have no money. I have no job. I'm on double strike. Yeah. And I'm still here paying yes. for someone else's meal. And not someone who's like way junior than me that like is a PA sure. that's like, oh, can I pick your brain about the industry? That kind of thing. Sure. You know, even at that point, if you wanted to pick my brain, you should be paying. That's the etiquette. That's- the etiquette is if you I invite mean, someone I- else out, you pay. I think we as a society need to regroup. I think we what we need to do start doing is like yes. we need to review the rules. I think this <laughs> yeah. is a testament to that. We need to review the rules. We need rules. to review like the rules. you know, you know when I teach we need to re- review the rules because to ask you out to the lunch already presupposes you are treating at exactly. the very least. At the very at least we're le- splitting the bill. Hello, right? You're going Dutch. At the very least we're splitting the bill. Yes. And secondly, the fact that it went through your mind that because this person had gone through major surgery that that you maybe it was like oh you didn't oh. send flowers. Yeah. Bitch, if you didn't know that they were going through surgery. Also, let's let's just make this a hard and fast rule. If you are not in the top 30 people that this person knows, top 15. <laughs> top 15. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. You know, like let's let's MySpace it, like whatever the top, whatever. Yeah. If they're not in that circle, you're not. If you don't text them to let them know how the surgery went, you cannot expect flowers. You cannot. 
This is or not a wedding. A free meal, this... bitch. Like that's not my. And then you know, like I'm, no, I'm no. starting to spin. So, anyway, the whole time the meal, I'm eating and I'm watching them eat and thinking like, is are, am, should I ask them for an, another lunch so that they pay me back? You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> That's so petty, though. That is so petty to be like, and then if I invite them out, then under my rules, I have to pay. So I'm like, I'm, forget the whole thing. I'm just going to like, this is a wash. And, you know, and you're and never talking to this person again. I'm going to avoid it. <laughs> if I see that on picket line, I'm did turning you, right around. Did you at least get some fries? Like, were there fries? I got the fries. Yeah. No sharing. Sur la table. For <laughs> crazy. Peter. I know. That's I crazy. Know. So that was about them for me. Um, my top this week was, I did tease it, that um, I had a lot of shows this week. A lot yes. of killer shows. And I'll keep this quick. Um, my favorite moment was on Saturday night, I was booked on a show that was like a most... Mostly Asian crowd. Like, I think there was like 99.9% Asian, one white lady with red hair. So, white minorities included. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. She is a white person of color. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really, redheads are like that. They are really, for real, like the white people of color. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just because of the freckles alone. But, yes, go on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Anyway, so um, I was nervous because this show, not only did the host come late, like the host literally drove, parked and walked on stage. Like literally. Oh, my it was God. Like, it was because they were late and we were, we were like, what's going yeah. on? So the host arrived late. Sure. So not his fault that he arrived late, but not his fault that like the crowd wasn't really revved up. And you know, you know okay. this. You've done a plenty of Asian centric shows. Not the best laughers. Not <sighs> the best laughers. It is, is an issue with our yes. people. Yes, <laughs> it is an issue. What I'm glad you brought it, it up because we're going to talk is about it, it today. Is it the politeness? <laughs> I don't know if it's the politeness. Have you ever met a polite the- Asian person? What are you talking about? <laughs> No, I mean, it's the like, like oh, yamjonen, like, he, 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 you know, like very Japanese schoolgirl covering the busted teeth vibe. Yeah, yes, so yes, yes. It, that kind of polite. So not like laugh out. We're not known to be laugh out loud cacklers. You and I are an aberration of our <laughs> ethnicity, of our race, you know, of our people. A truly unfortunate aberration. <laughs> yeah. We're the mutants. So, uh, and then we insist on getting ourselves on a amplifier, a microphone, which is psychotic. But <laughs> the two loudest fucking Asians do not need a microphone. We could just be screaming into our, phone, our, our laptop speakers. But anyway, so... With that being said, it was it's not at a comedy club. It was at um like an ASEAN like hotel loungey restauranty like cool hip spot. So like already high okay. ceilings, open space, not conducive to comedy, right? So the host sure. comes in late and he's you know trying to trying his best, but the audience is not really giving him much. And he gets off and he's like, Phew. and then yes. the first comic goes up and just kind of 
I'm not going to say eats it, but is struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's eating with chopsticks, so it's just not, it's not a full shovel into the mouth, but it's no. it's he's eating and he's, it's he's, um, he's snacking. He, and not only is he not eating something um, like a noodle that it could be easily picked up yeah. by the chopstick, it's like disparate <laughs> grains of short grain rice. So he, <laughs> he may never eat. So um, he's out there. <laughs> he's up there struggle busting, and then the next comic is a white girl who I have seen absolutely fucking murder. Absolutely, okay. she's like um, imagine like Dane Cook slash um, who's that guy who got in trouble for um, grooming young girls, Crystalia. Delia, Crystalia. Yeah. You know that kind of comic who's very like. Like yes, yeah, yeah. big wow. energy, ah, yeah, yeah, and like kills the a lot room. of act outs, yeah, yeah, lot of act yeah, outs, yeah, yeah, crickets, absolute crickets, crickets. absolute crickets. Because Asian people love act outs, yeah, they love tomfoolery, but she, um, they love, they really do, yes, yeah. to the point where at the end she closes, and I know this kills because I've seen her close with yeah. this, and it's a jo- she does a speaking of act outs. She did a impression of a white woman finding out that Hitler used to beat his dogs. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Already funny, right? Because you know where this is going. The premise is so funny. Yes, yes. Yeah, you yes. know where this is going. And then she does like a stupid ass act out of like a Karen lady going like, Well now I'm really pissed at him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a bison frigé, a bison frisé. <laughs> yeah. So she, and my bison, bison frisé. <laughs> my shit too. <laughs> so usually that like absolutely kills, but it's getting squat, and then she literally goes, "Welp, okay, this was fun," and like March. <laughs> And Truly, I'm standing that, there that, going like, yeah, you know that feeling. The, to to say, well, that's the I've the when you end a set that way, when you have to announce the end, <laughs> and now I will be leaving. Yes, or when comics get married, like, well, you've been an awesome crowd, and you know that kind of like. Like to treat your the audience like a boyfriend, a long term boyfriend you're pissed at, passive aggressive. Like, just to leave and then come back begging for more. Yeah. If you don't know why I'm mad, then I don't have to. I don't want to have to tell you. That's the whole. That's the reason why we're fighting. Exactly, and you should reflect on that. Anyway, so she left on that kind of energy, and I'm up after her. And I'm just like, oh boy, this is gonna be oh god, a fucking nightmare. And I go up there and I was like, listen, Asians, I need you to laugh out loud. I know you're not used to doing that, and some of you out here look Japanese, so you're covering your fucking mouth. But I need to hear the goddamn laughs. And then it kind of, they were like, <laughs> like it was like a little bump, right? Okay. And then I look up, and I look around, and I see that. Not only is it an all Asian crowd, but it is an intergenerational Asian crowd. So there's moms and dads, aunties and uncles. So 
it's not just like what our, is the show why are they there that's crazy what's happening why exactly. are there there are ajmas exactly. there yeah but not korean like all chinese right and a chinese auntie to crazy. me i don't have that much experience with chinese aunties yeah exactly yeah, no, no, so no, i'm no. like i don't know how to navigate this this is new so yeah. i just i just called it out and i was like who the fuck brought the aunties and the uncles yeah. and mom and dad and you know they're all and finally they laugh and everybody laughs yeah. and then i start making fun of them <sighs> For being yeah. out this late and you know, and they were all dressed nice and whatever. And finally everybody started like laughing at them. And then um I started making fun of myself and they everybody started laughing at me. And then I went okay. right into my set and people were like in. So I was like, Oh my god, thank God. And so anyway, that was my top that I got to crack a I see I see audience. That was really, wow. and there was a, Unji, there were so many people there. Like, I don't, like 150, 200 people. Like, not 200, like at 150 people. At an alt show? Like in, a, like, a, in like an alt show, non-comedy club? Yeah. 150? Yeah. You know, what is yeah. this fucking show? That's crazy. It was in Monterey Park where With all aunties? the Asians are. Aunties? It, it was all Chinese. Some Vietnamese. Chinese people are all, Chinese, I, I mean, truly Chinese audiences are really hard though. They're tough, Like right? I've done a lot. They are. They really what, are. Like, what is it? Yeah, Chinese Americans are tough to crack. And I think it's it is culturally they are very different because they are the yes. dominant culture. They're so judged. I th- I wonder. If, yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's equivalent of like when you do all like really white rooms as well. They mm. also don't like to laugh. You know, like maybe yeah. when you're in power. Oh, not, it's not that funny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> your life is joyless. <laughs> you're, you're, like, being, you're saying you, struggle is good. <laughs> yeah, you're like it's not. You're like oh this this stupid person hasn't figured out how to be Chinese. Yeah, this stupid person hasn't figured out how to be a white rich person. Like I don't know. There's something right. about maybe the being having all the power. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, they don't want to be embarrassed. I, that's, that's a huge that, part. Of that it. part. That part. And I think it was because. Um, they were in front of their like, and you know, if there is one auntie in the room, that's spoiled. It's like a like a drop of ink and water. You know what I mean? It spreads. Yes. So that everybody's yes. hackles go up. You know what I mean? Like, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I laugh at this guy saying faggot? You know what I mean? Like, they don't know what the rules are. They don't know how to be social with their elders. Like, it was very that kind of energy. So, um, anyway, yes. I was very proud of myself. Being social and with your elders is definitely a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard. It's imagine For like sure. we were there with like our yeah. parents and Ajumas. We wouldn't know like how to enjoy ourselves. We'd always be like checking in and being like, are they okay or are they getting offended or you know there was a lot of that kind of like checking in with the elders type of energy yeah i don't know if i would ever go anywhere with my parents that like expected them to react like in like publicly sort of to publicly thing. show yeah. enjoyment no yeah no absolutely no, no. not that's a recipe for trouble. only food only food yeah even then like you're eating fast and leaving exactly right. you're not yeah. enjoying you're not enjoying it no. you're eating it yeah. <laughs> so, what were your tops and bottoms this week? That's a really great top. Um, like to feel that way. Did any, did the person after you do well, too? Um, he, I didn't hear because I had to leave. 
I actually, yeah. I, as I was supposed to headline, but I asked to go up early because it was my friend Zach's birthday. So I ended okay. up going in the middle. So I didn't really see, but um, I assume it went well. Because once you crack they, the room, or do they close up again? No, no, no. I think once you crack them, they're as long as the comic's not like dropping the ball, and um, and it's a comic I know from um, from Twitter actually. So uh, anyway, okay. um, we've never bet, but I'm sure he did great. Okay, um, my bottom, my bottom this week was I also did an Asian show. And um, this week, it was not the bottom, but it like feeds into it. My uh, ultimate oh, it's bottom. A bottom feeder. It's a bottom feeder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did an I did an all Asian show. It's been going. It's a monthly now at uh, Laugh Factory, and oh, major it was minority tight. Or yeah, model, model majority. majority. Yes, yes, yes. And um, it last month was so great, and it mm-hmm. was full of laughs because there were a ton of white people there. And um, this time, <laughs> wait, is the show is the lineup all Asian or is the audience supposed to be Asian as well? Um, both, but both. that's the goal. This is Chicago, so yeah, that's the goal. And so you know, this is Chicago, so there's a lot of white people there. And um, but the lineup is all Asian. Okay. And you know, I don't know how they're going to sustain this because we're already scraping the. I mean, I was already a repeat. They're going to have to just, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know how we're going to sustain this. But yeah. like, I'll you fly know, back. I'll fly back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only way this is going to happen. I started importing. Yeah, um, but like, it was it was good. It was good. A great show. A tight audience that was harder to crack. Um, and also it's like because there's so many white people in the audience, like you don't. It's a little different because it's not your actual own. Like if I've done really all Asian shows where like everyone, most of the people in the audience are also Asian, so there's mm-hmm. like a a shorthand, like you know, shorthand, and um, like you can kind of talk out of speak out of like to your own in a specific way where like if there's a lot of white people in the audience like you don't want to necessarily roast us you know you don't want to roast that way oh, you don't yeah. want other people I, to I hear how we roast ourselves yeah yeah and um you know not in, not in front of company sort of vibe you know not in not and in mixed company not in mixed company right and yeah. so that was fine and the show the show was fun but it was the audience was a little tight like the uh, no laughs got to roll you know, like where you get that sort of rhythm of it and stuff. Yeah. It was just like, ah, ah, and down, ah, ah, and down. Just, mur- you know, and you like murmuring. And you know that room, like a, a laugh roll can really kind of get going in there. That's It's made for it for some reason. And so that uh, show went, like fed into a very intense therapy session that I had. You know, what? sometimes... Yes. So, you know, if you've ever spiraled about something, have you ever spiraled? This morning. <laughs> While we were trying to get this this podcast started. <laughs> and all running into all the technical difficulties. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, we're never going to get this figured out. And I have to go. I have a massage plan. <laughs> you have a massage plan. 
so like I was it was spiraling and then I got into a session a therapy session that because sometimes you really do have to sometimes prepare for a therapy session like you know when you've happened upon or you hit something and it hits just the right sound of like spiral and you just kind of like spin because it's therapy and there's someone there like reflecting it back to you and you're like actually after the therapy session you're like I don't know if that helped like you are actually <laughs> spinning in a way where it's like someone's just helping you, you uncovered spin harder. more stuff yeah, yeah yes yeah and then you kind of you know like when you're in a revolving door sort of situation you spin out and you're not in the building you're outside again yeah. like that's where I was out and on the street, on the that trail. Out on the street, like, and I was just trying to get in, and actually was spiraling, spiraling, and then spin out back out on the street, and you're still not inside the building, and it's deafening the street noise, and so I like that fed into that low, like really bad therapy session, and that led to so today is my anniversary, my wedding anniversary. Yay! Like, congrats. <laughs> Which one is it? Thanks. Thir- lucky thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> scary <laughs> <laughs> so um okay. that whole like spiral about like not my marriage but just like passage of time and like mm. what are you know that like that sort of vibe of the week has really been my bottom my top my top one my top is you know the actual celebration of uh my wedding anniversary sure and mm. I did have two shows at that same. All my shows have been at the Laugh Factory this week. So that's I, I don't know what that means. But um, I had a great show on Friday. And, you know, that that's a part of a top. But I will say, you know, having this been the bottom, just to like circle back and have it come full circle, like being able to overcome that spiral and find some solace and safety um Mm. you know what i mean like get there on my own felt really good so like i had a show last night at the den um but it wasn't really a show i didn't do set it was uh, i was did a podcast actually and it was so fun and Mm. typically especially given the week and the spiral i was going through like anything would have been cause for like an, a, an excuse to spiral downwards again. And uh-huh. I felt this is actually going to go into a thing that I have um, for uh, the bitch get into it. But I like chose to stop spiraling. I've never done that before. <gasps> there where it wasn't exactly like where it, it, there wasn't a, a, like an a external thing that would buoy me up and like ricochet uh-huh. me back towards the top. You know, like their needs usually was like is an impetus to this coming out of the spiral. But I chose free tacos. And you're like, oh, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. Something like (laughs) a hot dog, something simple that will lift the spirits. But you you're saying that you did it to yourself. You were the internal. Exactly. Force. Correct. Wow. Correct. And. Okay. I mean, like, that's it. Like, I was responsible wow. for both my bottom and my top. But it was the agency, right? The choosing the will mm-hmm. to come out of it Whoa. felt especially powerful. That's awesome. It felt crazy. I mean, like, what you're... Yes. I mean, that's kind of exactly with your top as well. Like, you created that top. 
you willed it to be. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It didn't just happen like, to me. I, yeah, exactly. I made it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that yeah, that's felt, so cool. I know. It's funny that they are, our tops are um, dovetail that way because it was a hundred percent like a choice I made because honestly, sometimes when, especially when you're spiraling like that, like the shows I had at the laugh factory afterwards, like I had, they had, I had good sets, blah, blah, blah. But right afterwards, back down to the spiral, back down mm-hmm. to this, you know, and, um, you know what? Can I be honest with you? I'm going to be, please. The spiral was, um, it was because I was bullied. That's my bottom. I was bullied in a way that felt crazy. And I was by your therapist. um, No, not by my therapist, by a another comic. What? Yeah, truly. And it felt crazy. What did they say? They were they didn't like it was just like an energy and like a are you stupid? Like that kind of bullying. Like, oh, okay. (gasps) Not like that's not what they said, but like that was the energy. Like, oh, because I was like just being myself. I was, you know, being annoying and like, yeah, I was being too worried. I was too being too wordy and obnoxious. But Uh that's just me. I'm I'm annoying like that. Annoying and obnoxious (laughs) and unbearable. But stupid. I've never. No, (laughs) no. But like that energy. I've never thought stupid. (laughs) With you. I've called you a lot of names. But no, it was... (laughs) It was like... It was the energy was like of of being bullied by someone that didn't know me well enough to do that. And Mm. like um, when I say stupid, like, you know, when someone is acting a fool and you kind of do this, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that energy. Oh, so we're doing that? Yes. And it, it, where it makes you feel very small, small, that was, and I allowed myself, that's just the spiral, right? I allowed myself to be this, to be, to feel that way and be affected by this person. And then um, the top was me like choosing to stop and not spiral and being like, that cunt, she's a cunt. Yeah. She's a cunt. And <laughs> she's, she's a cunt. She's ugly. She's a <laughs> That's... I mean, it's just yeah, like that I, you choice. You should never you just... be hurt by an ugly person. That's no, we don't do that. <laughs> She's actually not <laughs> ugly at all. <laughs> she sounds disgusting. <laughs> but that was my bottom and top. You know, it's like it was kind of cool to be able to, you know, pull myself out. Oh, wait, yeah. Peter, hold on. What? There's what? actually someone at the door. Oh, I got to go. I, yeah, I got to go get it. It's because it's, it's time for. <gasps> Trauma llama ding dong. Trauma llama ding dong. So my trauma uh, this week is aside from getting bullied by an ugly uh, comic. <laughs> besides that, who's who's actually quite attractive? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even let them. Okay, so my trauma this week is. I was remembering the do you Peter do you remember the moment when the first moment when you realize your perception of yourself is not accurate (laughs) 
Um, like every time I see version. a picture of myself, every time I see a photograph of myself, I'm like, that's not me. Wait, what? Where did those tits come from? I'm constantly like, that's not my body. I have like body dysmorphia, but like not I in the inverse direction. Because I, I don't know what it is. When I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, fuck, he's hot. And then whenever I see a picture of myself or I'm on TV or a video or something, I'm like, who yeah. hired that guy? You know what I mean? Like, who went to central casting for him? Like, it is... I, I am floored every time I see myself captured. Truly. I mean, I, I, yeah. truly. Like, I I feel the same way about every time I see a picture of myself as well. I'm just like, what? Because I do yeah. think that... That's not... Because I'm killing it. I know. I think I, I think I, I look so much better than when I someone, like, sends me a version of myself. I'm like... I, unrecognizable that person I think that I, I'm like this is actually rude what this person did <laughs> yeah. to me like, yeah like this what is kind not, of camera is, is this? this person yeah it's this is what I think too I'm like this yeah. is uh, unflat like this person is my enemy like I did I do something to them I like you know um, but this is the, the trauma is like one of the first times where my sort of like perception of myself was I was disavowed of this of what I thought I was and it is mm. um the first and only time I was ever in a spelling beat now uh <laughs> oh no <laughs> like I just I mean you know this like when you are a precocious young person um and like adults are giving you like sort of Praise as like a smart kid Yeah as a gifted smart child mm-hmm. um, You really like Go off on it because you're also a child You don't really have a keen self A keen sense of self Right it's only what adults Have given you that's how you perceive yourself Really right. up until Like Puberty and I just remember thinking like Oh I'm gonna kill it in the spelling bee. Like I read a lot. I know how words are spelled. I mm-hmm. I'm good at this. And I studied and I thought like not a lot because I didn't think I needed to. Like I just thought yeah. among my peers I'd have to be at least the best. Top one percent. In the school. Yeah. yeah. In the school, yeah. certainly. Countywide I was less sure. But like, you know, sure. I knew that I was going that that's what I was destined you were going to. Forward. I was going to I was going far. I was at the very least getting to the next level. Yeah, and you had when dreams I tell of state. you state, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I mean, I was looking up like how to get to DC. Like I thought I was going to nationals. How old were you? Um, 10. This is fifth grade. Okay. Okay. And this is like on the heels of me, like impeaching my class president. Like I'm, I'm I'm Machiavellian. Like I'm I'm really doing some something for myself. A successful here. political I'm, coup has been staged, thank and you're, you. you're feeling yourself. I'm feeling myself. Um, I when I tell you I did not, I lasted one round. The second round, I mean, there's still still a ton of people on the stage. It wasn't like they had been whittled away quickly. I was in the second round. Oh, no. The word was candidate. They were on the three I letter words. Did oh. not make it. I was done. And oh, no. the humiliation. 
Um, when I tell you that I was out at candidate and I was like devastated as I sat down, devastated. Ugh. And the feeling, the, 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 the heat of the shame on my face is something I'll never forget. And the thing is, I had to, people came up to me and they're like, oh, I knew you knew how to spell that word. Like, it, there's no way that you didn't know how to spell that word. It's so unfair that you got out. Like, that's so crazy. Isn't wow. it, isn't it yeah, crazy yeah. that you got out of that The system's against room? you. <laughs> and, as a, and as a politically minded, like, fifth grader also, to be out on the word candidate. Candidate. Oh, man. Horrible. So, yeah, that's one of my I just remember. And then having to lie about like, oh, yeah, I totally knew that word. It's fucked up that I got out on that word. And when I think about like, I think that's the (laughs) beginning. Like, that's the beginning of like me. That is my villain origin story, I think. Like, aside from, you know, my first memory really being when I came. You know how you had your like. um, So you're saying that your villain origin story is the trauma of thinking you're going to do better than you did? <laughs> I'm being so embarrassed. And that's what's, and that's to what's turning you into the Joker? Is that <laughs> you, you were too puffed up by the people around you that when you failed, you your ego came crashing down? <laughs> and this is why we should not support children's dreams. Like we, exactly. this is what, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what's yours? What's yours this week? Um, my minor trauma this week is, um, so, you know, everyone knows on this podcast that I was deeply closeted for a long time and in high school, especially I was desperately trying not to be gay to sound gay act gay to even like like anything that would be considered gay you know what i mean like we would watch yeah. britney spears music videos and be like oh she's so hot look at her in her little midriff you know and i'm like doing the most so like that's who i was being <laughs> when i was 15 years old cut to um, Halloween weekend we're all getting together at my friend Keith's house and everyone's like we ordered weed we got weed and we're gonna smoke a joint Ooh. at the park and I was like oh my god yeah. I've never done this before so crazy yes and we go to the park and I smoke like a couple of hits and you know how they say like first time you smoke you don't really get high right so I'm like, no, I oh, got high. Yeah. You got high? So like the first couple of oh, yeah. things I smoked, I was like, oh, I don't feel anything. And everyone's like, ah, oh, your first time, blah, blah, blah. Smoke a little more. Yeah. And I go, okay. And I'm like coughing up, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, I kind of feel a little like giddy, but not much. Yeah. Right. And they're like, whatever, let's go drink. And then we go to the Tangujang, uh, the pool hall. Which we always hung out. We, yeah. we we were like flushing miscreants that hung out pool halls all the time. So I'm at this pool hall, and all of a sudden, the fluorescent lights, when we walk up to the pool hall, the fluorescent lights hits my eyeballs, and I start 
fucking like I'm like tripping. I clearly like smoked and drank too much. I'm crossfaded yeah. and I'm like, and I'm like, oh yeah, my yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. And my friends are like, don't worry, just go throw up. And I'm like, okay. And I go to the bathroom and I can't <laughs> throw up. <laughs> I'm that trying is to such like. a teen waste with. Right, exactly. Like throwing up will help everything. And I'm yeah. like shotgunning my mouth, like trying to pull the trigger. Nothing's coming out. And I end up going to the um, sink and pouring the uh, water into the sink and splashing my face. And all I could feel is like this delayed sensation of the water hitting my face. Again, first time getting high. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yes. So I think I'm dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I go outside. I'm like, guys, like I'm freaking out. And everyone's like, don't worry. Just like chill out, like eat something greasy. You know, these guys have all smoked before. So they're like, you're just fucking, you know, it's like if I ever saw someone freaking out, I'd be like, relax, just eat a fucking chocolate. And I go, no, no, I got to do something. I got to do something. And everyone's just like annoyed at me. They're just trying to like play pool, like high and giggling. And I'm like freaking out, like, you know, tears in my eyes. And they're like, just go away. Like, go sit down and like chill out. And then I, I sit down on the bench and the room starts spinning. So I'm like, I can't sit down. Ooh. I, I ha- and all of a sudden I ha- I'm like, I know what to do. I, so I went to the middle of the pool hall. So there's like 16 pool tables all, all around us. I'm in the center yeah. where my friends are like betting and playing like nine ball for money. And I start doing a straddle split. And I sp- <laughs> and I do a huge split. I go. Peter, that was not the word. That, that is not like, the word I thought you were gonna say. I know. No one thought I was gonna do that. I just dropped, and I, my taint was bouncing on the carpet, like boom, boom, boom. And my friends were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was, and everybody started laughing at me. And I didn't realize yeah. that, like, because I don't know why in my head doing the splits would alleviate this feeling. I don't know. I'm 15. I'm freaking out. But what I didn't realize. I can't was believe you could do the splits. A very limber. I took Taekwondo for like one year. Wow. Anyway, so I, I was doing the splits. And, you know, a little gay boy, there's nothing a gay boy uh, makes a gay boy happier than to be able to do the splits on command. So truly, I think maybe that's truly. what inside was coming out. Like go to your go to your like um happy place. Go to your like safe zone. So and I'm bounce doing- and bounce and knock on that taint. Knock on that taint. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, mind you, I'm everyone's laughing at me. People are stepping around me to shoot pool. Yeah. And for some reason, I get zoomed out of my body and I see the stage picture of what I look like in the middle of the floor doing a straddle split. Not even a front back split, a strat like side to side split. And how fucking gay that looks in front of all yes. these youngs wearing leather jackets. And, and to bounce cigarettes. on it? To bounce? <laughs> It's the bouncing. The bouncing. The splits. The splits are straight. Yeah. The splits straight. The bouncing. The bounce. Stay. Homo. Anyway, so <laughs> sit after that day, all through high school, that's the day I decided to be even more straight acting because I had to, I had to like make live that up down for that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, that set me back deeper into the closet, and that's my trauma llama of the week. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's well, so crazy. That, that like you were knocking yes. on the, the door to go back. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And the bouncing wasn't because I was like acting like I was bouncing on a dick. Like I was bouncing because like it helped with like the feeling of like the splits, you know, instead of like I don't know. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, guys. It's that time. It's, fi- it's time for our final segment in which we introduce something we're absolutely obsessed with. Sit back and bitch, get into it. All right. Today, uh, speaking of do- bouncing on that dick, I have um, something to uh, plug today or show you guys. Oh, I started taking this because I saw an article in the New York Times uh, talking about um, the Ozempic thing and how like crazy it's gotten yeah, and um, how we can um, lose weight or whatever, do the same thing of like hunger suppression through something unnatural, not like a bunch of fucking peptides or whatever the fuck shot up into your liver. So um, the, one of the things they were, yeah, exactly. Some of the things, mm-hmm. one of the things they, um, uh, talked about in this article was something called psyllium husks psyllium husks okay mm-hmm. and it was yes. this exact thing which is like this crazy looking um packaging it says um trademark some kind of tele png telephone company it's like it, this is straight from india okay it's called isab gol i s a b g o l it's a type of plant uh, it's a vegetable product derived from Isab Gold seeds by the milling process. It's the upper coating of the Plantago ovata, which is highly purified by sieving and winnowing. So what it is, it's like little like husks of this seed. And it's basically fiber. And the reason why I got it was um, not only do I need better poops, but... Um, yes. The there's a whole um, subreddit and gay community that swear by this product for mm-hmm. butt sex. So there's a lot yeah. of products out there oh. like Pure for Men and all these. Like it's basically yeah. all it is is fiber powder mixed in with a bunch of like sugar or whatever to like make it taste good. It's like Metamucil basically. But mm-hmm. this is yes. literally just the husk, no additives. There's no other ingredient but the husk. And all these gay websites swear by this. And you take two tablespoons with water at night before you go to sleep. And then you become like fucking regular. And you're like, you're dropping logs, baby. Okay. Cause honey, me, I was miss spray and pray for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And now. So I've been taking it for two days now, and I will say the husks do um, it absorbs the water content and does get the poops. poops like congealed, 
into a, a log form. And I'll tell you what, having good BMs really like makes your morning good. And you're, you're just yes. like, you know, you're, you're focused, you feel good and you're ready to go. There's nothing worse than having like, you know, a nervy or like IBSD stomach all day. And you're just like running. Sour stomach so, is the so, worst. The worst. And my anxiety, that's yeah. where it lives. So like it really yeah. does like trigger the IBS and all that. So um, get into it. It's psyllium husks. They sell all different kinds on Amazon, but this is like the OG one from India. Um, it's been around for like 85 years, I think. So go check yes. it out. Wait, how much was this one? Um, Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's leaking all over my desk. Oh, my God. Ah! Oh, my God. The box has a hole on it. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Hold on. Okay, okay. We'll just leave it there until the end of the pod. Anyway, yeah, maybe put it in, like, a Ziploc bag or something, but <laughs> look at it. It was very cheap on Amazon. Very, very cheap. Yes, I'm in, I'm on that TikTok as well. Like that and berberine are supposed to be very good. Like like mimic the sort of oh my mom regulatory. Loves berberine. I got a mm-hmm. yeah, I got a bag from her uh, for her from there berberine. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, yeah. it's also a supplement. <laughs> oh, 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 not berberine. Pabody, okay. Pabodine. Fucking stupid, <laughs> but it was. It's I. I have uh, tried that as well. It's like it's. Mm. It's all supplements are just. Like, you know the main issue with me and supplements is like I just I'll be gung ho on one and then I'll just forget. Mm-hmm. And then once you forget, you're done. You, yeah, you just you never take it again, and you just yeah, have it in your house. But it's good. I know. But are that's you? Is the, it, that happened to me with like collagen. It helped. That's what I did with like mushroom powders. Like yes. all of that. Yeah. But this was an immediate effect. Like all those powders, you don't really know. Like. Oh, it's great for the no. brain activity. Like, okay, how do I fucking know? But like poops, you know immediately. So like I I I love that like I can see the effect of it immediately and it does work. Okay, cool. Get into yeah. it. Get into it. Um mine is uh, another concept this week. Um I did have a product, but I, I'm gonna save for that for next week uh-huh. because this kind of goes in with my tops and bottoms this week. My Thing is resisting temptation. Okay, sounds interesting. I've never done it before. I'm not sure if it's for me. I don't know if that's for my ministry. But go ahead. How? How and why? <laughs> because, especially when when I say temptation, I'm saying very specifically something that you know to be harmful or bad for you like i'm not talking about like oh like um a piece of chocolate or this food or whatever that's fine that's not gonna it's not doing anything to your moral integrity or affecting how you live your life i guess maybe a little bit if you have like gi issues but Mm. ultimately like when i say resisting temptation i mean actually something that is bad for you like the spiral I resisted that temptation to continue to spiral. I resisted the impulse in myself to um, want to self-flagellate. And um, how I resisted. What was the first step? I literally, I literally in my mind recognized this is what I was doing. Recognized that this is um, an impulse in myself that I like to indulge in. And 
I don't know what it is. Like, ah, here. I have been listening to a specific sound. It is um, a, like a four megahertz like mm-hmm. tone okay. that is supposed to <laughs> it's supposed to um, help with like mental noise. And I've been listening to it when I work and just instead of music or anything else or podcasts, I've just been listening to this tone and it has helped quiet a lot of noise. Like, huh? It's a little bizarre. And so when I say I was able to resist the temptation, I mean that um, because my mind has been a little more quiet, Mm -hmm. um, I was able to heed that impulse like that. I was able to heed the call within myself to not to resist the temptation. So like, okay, I just so said the thing no. You're, right. Okay. So your what's this tone and where do we get it? Maybe that's something you could plug. It's on that's Spotify. Something somebody could somebody could look up and be like, okay, I could resist temptation as well. Do you think it'll help with your cigarettes? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't ask. That, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to stop smoking at all. Oh, okay. I think it's one Great. of the most interesting things about me. <laughs> I mean, you are correct. Um, without that, I'm not sure you'll have anything to talk about. Um, <laughs> okay, so it has to be something that you want not you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. That is hurting you yes um and you're you can look google or you can search for four megahertz tone on spotify yes. and listen yes. to that all day in order to help you not make the same mistakes over and over again okay yes i just resisted that impulse and the, resisting that temptation and i will say like the benefit to it one is not engaging in that behavior sure but the, the snowball effect of being able to overcome something like that and overcome the temptation, resist mm-hmm. it, that really snowballs into like feelings of agency, feelings that you can like kind of, it, it snowballs into you feeling like you can make that choice again and again and again. Not just with that mm-hmm. temptation, but with other things. Yeah. So that kind of bled into other stuff for me this week. And it was, it's been very powerful. But the four megahertz... I heard about this on a TikTok about like how CIA operatives are able to like visualize success and they listen Mm. to this thing and they're able to see and visualize themselves accomplishing something. And so I was listening to it. Yeah, I was listening to it um, when before I did the big show in New York, because typically Mm. I would have freaked out. Yeah. And really spiraled about it. But instead, I listened to this tone all day and I was able to remain calm. I don't know if that was wow. the, my best set. I, it was, certainly wasn't the best set I've ever had, but it was, I, I, it was but remarkable. You were, best, so. you were the best at not spiraling about the set? Okay. Yes. There's a start. That's yeah. a good start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so if it. you're dealing with so like sh- crippling anxiety, um, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this four megahertz tone and stop. Okay, <laughs> and that was bitch. Just stop. Get into it. 
All right, that is our show for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you're enjoying the show for absolutely free, go check out the Patreon if you want to support us. That helps Please. us tour and um, pay for flights and stuff to come see you guys on the West Coast and Midwest. We are setting up some new shows, so look out for those announcements. And also, give us a review on the Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you can do uh, reviews. That really, really helps us. Algorithm, AI, you know the deal. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.